What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the First Team All Pro Podcast. This is episode 66 with your host, LT Nasty. We got a lot to talk about in today's episode, specifically the first full week of baseball, first full week of Major League Baseball. We'll get into that. We'll go through the uh, standings, see where all the teams are at currently, because uh, so far, most of my predictions for the season are already going south. They are already looking terrible, but uh, that's besides the point. Also, we'll talk about some NHL as well. Talk about some NHL hockey, the regular season coming to a close. Uh, also, some notable milestones uh, from the NHL uh, in this past week, uh, specifically the last like couple of days. Um, and on top of that, We'll also talk about the NBA uh, regular season uh, winding down with the playoffs uh, getting set and getting ready to begin. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. So uh, let's start off with the NHL. I feel like that's a very good place to start off. Uh, Connor McDavid, he is just unbelievable. I mean, he is unreal he's unreal he's i mean what else do i need to say he's the best player on the planet best player on the planet he's the best player in the league uh and it's not even close like it's just legitimately not even close and last night i mean unbelievable uh he reached the 150 point mark in a single season he becomes the sixth player to do that. Five other players. Think about that. Think about that. He became the sixth player to do that in a single season. And those other five players are Phil Esposito, Bernie Nichols, Steve Eiserman, Mario Lemieux, and of course, Wayne Gretzky. I, I mean, it's... It's absurd. It really is absurd how good he is. Uh, yeah, he's taken home the Hart Trophy. He's taken home the Art Ross Trophy, and he's taken home the Maurice Richard Trophy this year. It's like, just just hand him those trophies already. He's got those unlocked. It's like, we do not even need to further discuss this. He's got those trophies unlocked. Now, whether or not, you know, the Oilers end up going on to win the Stanley Cup, that's a completely different story. But still, either, regardless, McDavid is going to be racking up awards either way this year. I mean, he's been basically racking up awards every year. So every year he's been in the league pretty much, uh, which is not surprising because, you know, he's the best player in the league. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and on top of that, going back to the NHL for, uh, for a minute, the Boston Bruins tied the NHL wins record, uh, or tied the NHL record for, uh, with 62 wins in a season. The last team to hit the 62 wins uh, milestone uh, in a single season was the 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning. 
And uh, of course, everyone knows what happened to that that 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning team. They would end up getting swept uh, by the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, in the first round. But, you know, will that happen with the Bruins? Who knows? Uh, because they, they just they just look unstoppable. They look absolutely unstoppable. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Just when you think a team, just when you think a team is going to be able to like beat them, nope, the Bruins end up finding a way to score like three or four unanswered goals. I mean, it's just absurd how good they are. I mean, everything like this might be the most, at least from what I've seen. You know, you know, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Bruins, but from what I've seen in the last few years. Uh, you know, just from watching the, you know, the entire NHL, watching all the teams and, you know, paying attention, this might be the most complete Bruins team in recent memory. Uh, at least of course, obviously, you know, aside from their Stanley cup winning team in 2011. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a Bruins fan, but just seeing, you know, how good they've been playing this season, how their, you know, their offense and defense has been, you know, rock solid. Their goaltending has been incredible. Uh, I just feel like this is a pretty, pretty well put together team. And a lot of it has to do, uh, I feel like, you know, with, you know, Don Sweeney and the Bruins management making the moves they needed to make. Cause they, I feel like they realized, I feel like they realized like, this is it. Like this could be our last potential shot at winning a Stanley cup with, you know, David Krejci and, you know, Patrice Bergeron who are at the back ends of their careers. So it's interesting to see it. And I think another reason they've all, the Bruins have also been very successful. It's the new coaching, uh, Jim Montgomery, whatever he's doing over there in Boston, it's clearly working. Uh, and, now the Bruins are uh, one win away from shattering the uh, the uh, single season wins record by any team. It's just insane. Yeah. So again, the Bruins they tied their uh, tied the NHL record for most wins in the season at sixty two. That's like I that's just absurd. Absolutely absurd. Uh, yeah, so the Bruins definitely have a good thing going. Uh, but, uh, again, will they get, will they get, uh, you know, will they get, uh, will they turn into the 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning? Who knows? Uh, I, I, I per me personally, I don't think it'll happen. I feel like, I, I feel like whoever plays them in the first round is going to get smacked around. Uh, so basically the wild card teams, uh, I, you know, for, for what I do have a hunch that, you know, I'll be proven wrong, but I just don't see any, I just don't see either of the wild card teams, you know, whoever that, you know, second wild card team is in the East, whoever it is, uh, I just don't see them beating the Bruins. Maybe, maybe, and this is a very, very, this is a major long shot here. 
maybe the Islanders because, you know, the last, you know, the last few years, the Islanders made the uh, playoffs. Uh, they knocked out the Bruins in the, I believe it was the second, either first or second round. I got to double check. Uh, let me just double check right quick. We also, I, I got to try to not talk too much, try to not talk too much longer about this topic because I got to move into uh, talking about Major League Baseball. I don't think, I don't think it, it might have been, tw- no, it was, okay, no, it wasn't 2021. It wasn't 2021 because the Bruins were eliminated by uh, Tampa on route to, you know, Tampa winning the Stanley, winning their, uh, Wait a minute. No, I was thinking of 2020. Wow. Oh, my Lord. Uh, in, let's see. I think it was 2021. Come on. Let me check here. Let me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. Okay. 2021. Yeah, 2021. Because, I, yeah, I, I got that confused because 2020, I know, you know, obviously it was the bubble. The Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning eliminated the Bruins in the second round, and then the Lightning obviously eliminated the Islanders, uh, and then twenty twenty one, that that was when the Islanders beat the Bruins, and then the Islanders ended up losing to, uh, you know, obviously Tampa Bay. Uh, let me, let me just make sure I'm doing, let me just make sure I'm, that's right again. I, I really, I probably should have had this, uh, locked up, but, uh, let's see. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. I I was right. So the Islanders did lose to Tampa two years in a row. It's crazy. That, that was only like two, like those series were only like two or three years ago. I apologize. I should have had that. I should have you know, remember that, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, like I said, that's probably the, the Islanders are probably the only team I could potentially see giving the Bruins a run from the, for their money. But that was, that was obviously cause you know, in 2021, they, when they actually beat them, uh, in the playoffs, but, uh, I, again, it, still, it, things are not looking good. Uh, you know, for any other team's chances against the Bruins. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And the stand, and well, let's check the, let's check the standings. Uh, let's keep it, let's keep talking about the NHL for a little bit before we switch topics. Uh, yeah, it is ridiculous. The goals for and goals against differential for certain teams is just absolutely absurd. Uh, let's take a look. Let's look here. Uh, the Bruins. Uh, let's, let's start with them. Uh, goals for goals for 290 goals against 168. 168. They haven't even given up 200 goals this season. That's absurd. 
every other team in not just the division, not just the Atlantic division, but the Metro division as well, the entire Eastern Conference, every other team has given up 200 or more goals, except the Bruins. That's absurd. And, and it, here's the thing. Coming into this season, when this season started, I honestly legitimately thought this was like this was going to be the end for the Bruins. Like, you know, after getting eliminated, you know, after the early exits the last couple of years, I thought that was it. Like, just no shot. No shot they go uh, potentially, you know, go on a deep cup run, let alone make the playoffs. And yet here they are. Uh, and yet, yet another one of my predictions going down the drain, uh, per usual. But, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, I'm not a fan, but it's been, in, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of the Bruins, but it's been incredible to watch to see how they've been, uh, dominating opponents, uh, night in and night out. It really is interesting. Uh, and maybe it was just a, all they needed really was a coaching change. Because at least when, you, may, like I said, you know, maybe that's all they needed. But uh, because whatever Jim Montgomery is doing uh, in Boston, uh, it clearly worked. It clearly worked. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, there are a few teams, however, fighting for their postseason lives. Uh Currently, the currently the Jets and the Calgary Flames are fighting for that second wild card spot. Uh, it is, whew. and there and, and the Flames have two games left in the season. Two games left to play. They basically need to win both of those games. Uh, Winnipeg, yeah, Winnipeg has three games. Winnipeg has the Winnipeg Jets have three games left. The Jets have 90 currently have 91 points. The Flames have 90 points. Uh, and the Jets basically the Jets basically need to win two games and basically either go to over go to overtime or win all three games. Obviously, if you're a, Jet, a Winnipeg Jets fan, you'd prefer to win all three games. But, uh, you know, that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, so Winnipeg Jets fans and Calgary Flames fans are sweating right now. Uh, but, uh, it's interesting to see. It'll be, uh, interesting to see. Uh, I, I, I have said it in the last couple of episodes that the, you know, the Winnipeg Jets are, uh, not looking too hot and if they collapse, it'll be bad. Uh, and and like I said before, like this was a team that earlier, early on in the season, they were looking really good. And now that they're fighting for a wild card spot, whoosh, woof, that is just uh, not the position you want to be in. But, uh, and of course, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I called the, uh, and also in one of the uh, previous episodes, I said that the Oilers were pretenders uh, when uh, I was doing this little segment of contenders or when I did a segment of contenders or pretenders. Uh, I believe that was like two episodes ago. That might have been either. That might have been episode 64 or 65. I, I think it was it was one of those two. 
either way, uh, besides the point, uh, they're on a set. The Oilers are on a seven game uh, winning streak. Uh, they have 48 wins, 23 losses, nine OT losses, and 105 points. Uh, obviously, you know, they're clearly proving me wrong, but obviously, will you? At the same time, we'll have to see one playoff start because uh, that's a whole different ball game. Uh, if they just so happen to end up going to the conference finals or the cup final, then yeah, I'd say they have proved me wrong. But uh, again, it'll again, we'll see what happens come playoff time. Anyway, enough NHL for now because uh, I'm pretty sure I talked about that. For way too long. That was like 15 minutes right there. Uh, maybe a little bit more. Uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, baseball's back. First week of baseball is basically in, the, you know, aside from the games that are currently going on right now, I'd say the first little over a week of baseball is in the books. Uh, let's give a little bit of a rundown uh, because I also want to talk about the NBA for a little bit because, you know, the NBA playoffs are also going to be starting uh, soon. But let's run it down. Uh, the AL East, uh, it is already a dogfight. Uh, uh, like I, I said this in the, uh, you know, the spring training episode when, you know, the season was, the season didn't start. We were about a week away, week or two, uh, a week or two away from the season starting. Uh, the AL East, I, I said it, the AL East is going to be another dogfight. It's going to be a dogfight again this year. I said every team, uh, and I, I know it's way too – I know it's early. I know it's early in the season. It's only like eight or nine games in. But still, I said every team in the AL East is going to be over 500. And so far uh, – or 500 or better. Uh, and so far, every team in the AL East is at 500, at a 500 record or better. Uh, obviously until, you know, some of these Sunday games and, uh, that could all change, but still the Rays eight, no, uh, eight straight. They are looking ridiculously good. I mean, the bullpen, the lineup, uh, they just look insanely good off the rip. Uh, the Yankees, uh, we, you know, they, they look good at times, but, Sometimes you know the offense is clicking. It's and other time, other uh, times the offense gets in a bit of a, gets a bit in a rut or, or stuck in the mud where they can't really do too much. Uh, also, the pitching, some of the pitching, uh, uh, is a little little questionable at times. Uh, hence, why they're five and three. Uh, but still. They're in second right now. Uh, not too much to complain about as a Yankees fan right now. Uh, and then the Blue Jays, they're five and four, uh, and they they struggled uh, to, to start the season. Uh, they that like first series, and then they went on a uh, they went a little, they went on a little bit of a tear there. Uh, and then the Red Sox four and four, and then the Orioles four and four. Uh, so. Yeah, that sums up the AL East. Uh, the AL Central, uh, my predictions, uh, like I said, uh, they're already going to uh, – they're already falling off a cliff. And I know, obviously, things can change down the stretch. Uh, it's a very long season, but still, 
Uh, the Twins are leading the AL Central. They are six and two right now. The Guardians, who I predicted to win the AL Central, they're five and four. Uh, the White Sox. This might be the only team uh, in the AL Central that, so far, it the prediction has looked good. Uh, yeah, because I predicted the White Sox to be in third. And currently they are in third. And then the last two, the Royals and Tigers. Uh, funny enough, I had the Tigers being in last. Actually, actually, yeah, that's an, another prediction that so far is working. Those last three picks, the White Sox being in third, the Royals being in fourth, and the Tigers being in dead last in the division. So far, it's worked out. So far, those predictions are working out. Uh, of course, apologies in advance, Royals, Tigers, and White Sox fans. Uh, but, uh, yeah, really the only prediction that, uh, hasn't panned out for the AL central was of course, well, and again, this is, this is early. It's very early in the season. Uh, but was the guardians winning the division? Obviously things can change. And then the AL West, I did not see this coming at all. Uh, the angels are currently leading the AL West. They're five and three. The Rangers are in second. Like what? Like, like if, if you told me the Angels would be starting out the 2023 season uh, in first place in the AL West, I'd say you're a liar. I would genuinely say you're a liar uh, because I don't think anyone, and I legitimately mean anyone, predicted to see the Angels at the top of the AL West or the Rangers near the top of the AL West. And obviously, like I said, like I said before, multiple times, it's very early in the season. Things can change. But still. Uh, and then the Mariners are in third currently. Uh, and then the Astros are in fourth. Like, what is going on over there? The defending World Series champions uh, are three and six. They're all they're they're one game better than the uh, Oakland A's. Woof. Now, obviously, I think that's all going to be changed. I think also the Astros are dealing with some um, injuries, so that definitely doesn't help. So uh, I think once they're fully healthy, they're going to end up getting it together. So don't be surprised if the Astros go on a torrid hot streak at some point. Uh. And then the National League. Uh, it's been interesting to see. Uh, so far, some of my predictions are working out relatively well there. Uh, uh, the NL East. Uh, actually, that that really isn't working out too well. Well, actually, the only one that's not the the only prediction for the NL East that I have that uh, isn't really working out too well in the NL East is the Phillies, because I predicted the Phillies to uh, be leading the NL East and win the NL East. Uh, they're three and five. Uh, the Marlins and Nationals, on the other hand, I've gotten that right so far. Uh, the Marlins are in fourth. Uh, the Nationals are dead last. I mean, wow, what a shocker. Uh, I mean, who could have seen that one coming? 
uh, also. But the Braves got on a hot streak again. Uh, and uh, if you're a Mets fan, like, you cannot possibly be happy with that. Uh, and the Mets, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, with considering all the money they spent uh, this offseason to be in second, uh, you know, obviously, and you know, Pete Alonso's having a pretty damn good year. Uh, the, the pitcher, uh, a few of their pitchers uh, have looked a little rough around the edges with the, of course, the exception of Kodai Senga, who's actually looked really good. Uh, if anyone, you know, anyone's been paying attention, he's looked really good uh, pitching for the Mets. But uh, at really, I mean, aside from that, they've kind of, and like I said, it's early. Obviously, things are going to change, but they've kind of looked mid. Uh, they've kind of looked mid. But uh, that's besides the point. NL East predictions have so far, uh, woof. I, I actually not even not even that. I mean, I I feel like my predictions haven't been terrible so far uh, for the NL East anyway. Uh, the NL the NL Central, uh, yeah, that will, my predictions so far have for the NL NL uh, Central already gotten down the tubes. I said the Brewers were going to finish in third, and right now they're in first. Uh, and same thing with the Pirates. Like they're in second in the NL Central. I had the I had the Cardinals winning the NL Centrals, and currently the Cardinals are at the bottom of the NL Central. And then I had the Cubs in second, finishing in second. Which again, it's early, but uh, yeah. And then the NL West. Actually, it's been uh, that's another one where it's somewhat working out. My predictions are somewhat working out, but uh. Again, that's basically been, uh, and, and there you have it. Those are my, those are, uh, there's an update on my uh, predictions from the Major League Baseball season. Uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, yeah, let's move right along to the uh, NBA playoffs uh, or NBA, yeah, NBA postseason. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I just have to say one thing about the this playoffs. The New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets are both in the playoffs. What world are we living in? Like, seriously, in what world are the New York Knicks in in a playoff spot, clinched a playoff spot? Like, what? Like, like I, I'm just going to say it right now. New York is going to go crazy if the either the... Knicks or the Nets wins around in the playoffs. If either one of those, well, actually, I'd say New York's probably going to go more crazy for the uh, Knicks. Sorry, Nets fans, but uh, you know that that that's the reality. But e- either way, if either one of those teams wins their like first round matchup, which I feel like with the Nets, that's just not going to happen because I think. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they have to play the 76ers in the first round. I could be wrong. And if they're playing the Sixers in the first round, yeah. Well, well, well I, I don't know about that. But uh, e- either way, like I said, if either one of those teams 
wins a first round matchup or hell even wins their the second round matchup like if they go on a surprise if either one of those teams goes on a surprise run the city's gonna go crazy like especially if the Knicks like somehow make like a surprise run in the Eastern Conference Finals or something the city's gonna go ballistic and I honestly it, it, it would be good to see. It honestly would be good to see. It really would. To see uh, the Knicks make a like a surprise run uh, to like the conference finals or something. But uh, they kind of have to get over the hump uh, of the uh, Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, and obviously the 76ers or the Cavaliers. But that that's another thing. I believe the, the Knicks would be facing the Cavaliers in the first round. And I, honestly, I, I think they have a very good shot to knock them off. I, I legitimately believe they have a great chance to uh, knock the Cavaliers off uh, in, you know, a potential first round matchup. Yeah. So that's what I... That's what I really wanted to talk about in terms of like the NBA uh, postseason, you know, the outlook and all that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun next few months. Uh, anyway, that being said, uh, this has been your host, LT Nasty. This has been episode 66 of the podcast. Uh, and I'll catch you all in episode 67. Peace out.